Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back. As always, I am your host, Brandon. But today, baby, the champ is here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, welcome Zell from motherfucking Who Asked Me podcast back, you guys. Hi. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're so excited. The girls have been begging for you to come back, but (laughs) I have been playing it cool and I have not even said a word to anybody. So this will be a lovely (laughs) surprise for the girls. (laughs) I'm so excited. So Zell and I were in our DMs doing what we always do, which is just like, you know, be girls. And we were starting to have this little chat about the Kardashians because I don't know if y'all are plugged in, but the girls are back with the new season. I hadn't seen any press, any promo. I don't know about you, Zell, but it was just a surprise. You know, I did such a good job tuning out of them. Mm. Like, it, I this is a couple years ago now. I saw this, I don't know if it was like a TikTok or a post about how hard it actually is to like deprogram from the Kardashians <laughs> because in some way, shape or form, you consume something that is theirs right right so i once i saw that post i was so like invested it was right after the whole uh trifle tristan jordan woods thing i was so pissed off on how they tried to do her so i was i made a conscious effort to like deprogram from them right and so i really i unfollowed all of them i unfollowed all of their products all of that and i really did a good job of course you see you're going to see some of their stuff um, so I knew like about the Hulu show, blah, blah, blah. But besides that, it was, unless it was really like big news, like Kim on SNL and like the divorce and things like that, I didn't get anything from them. And then I started hearing, of course, through the podcast space, people just saying like how boring the Kardashians on Hulu was. <laughs> I never, I, even with keeping up back in a day, I, it was an appointment television for me. Yeah. I wasn't like, I have to get home to see Keeping Up. Like, if I saw it, I saw it. Exactly. But that's it. But then, <laughs> um, what was it? I can't remember what kind of... Well, Courtney and Travis, you couldn't hide from. Child. And then they I were started paying us noticing... To watch them. Yeah, I noticed everyone saying, like, how annoying they were and how XYZ, ABC. But since I was so, like, unattached to them, I was like, I mean, they're cute. Like, blah, 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 blah. Courtney seems comfortable. And then I got a wild hair up my ass. If you follow <laughs> me on social media, you know, like it was literally like a spirit came over me. And I was like, I'm going to watch the Kardashians on Hulu. Out of nowhere. My husband was like, are you watching the Kardashians? He was shocked. We've been together five years. He's never seen me watch any of their anything. He was like, wait what (laughs) he was so confused which i find it's like i don't know i didn't think i don't think the hulu's boring i'm into it it's it was just so weird so i started watching it from season one again didn't know anything about what courtney and kim had going on 
I the most I knew about their beef was that fucking fight. <laughs> you love that fight. You know I love that fight. Ooh. So I had originally I was like, okay, I'll watch it until they get in that fight so I can see it. And then somebody online was like, no, girl, that was on keeping up. Right. And I was like, oh what the fuck am I watching this for? But whatever. <laughs> and so I'm like really trying to see the breakdown because again, I love that fight. I don't, I don't even, I've never seen the lead up to that fight. I've never seen the aftermath of that fight. I, the only other thing I saw was like, maybe if you had a business to care about, you would understand, <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> and there was a fight before that. Like if you are Kardashian oh, really? stands, which a lot of my girlies are, because I'm a season one queen. Mm-hmm. I remember being like broke down busted and disgusted so like you know like looking like really like the trash that these like shows pander to was me Mm -hmm. like thinking that the Gastineau girls and like the Kardashians were like the way it was to live you know what I mean oh my god so but there was in season like two I want to say two or three Kim boxed Courtney upside the head with a Birkin bag I thought that was Chloe the no. one where she was like, don't be, be fucking rude. Kim <laughs> See, like, when Courtney. they were still in the apartments, like, yes. Kim lived in a fucking apartment. When like, Adrian Bailon was yes. engaged to Rob Kardashian. Yes, I remember <laughs> that. Wait, she hit Courtney in the head with a bus? Kim bust in the door like Rambo from fucking... Uh, whatever the hell they're from and yeah from like Rambo from Calabasas and she was like don't be fucking rude and she, she hit her with the fucking I thought purse. it was Chloe that she hit with the purse oh it could have been okay yeah I know what you're talking about that yeah because I like I remember seeing that episode way way back in the day and she's like you are so fucking rude <laughs> but no, like, oh no you're totally right it is Chloe yeah, between Kim and Courtney, like the only thing that, and I had only seen that as far as like making memes from it was that maybe if you had something, but you don't. <laughs> because yeah. I just think Kim is so funny. I can see her clock in. She'd be a terrible housewife. But she's like, if you had a career to care about, you would, but you don't. <laughs> so, and then when that fight happened, the funniest fucking thing about it is that Kim has that bob. And it's like, you know the guy on TikTok that's like, yes, that, like just does the bob. That's what the bob is. And doing. everybody and knows who we know. The guy who like just shakes his neck from side to side, and the bob looks that severely cut bob. Like that's what <laughs> Kim's bob is doing in that fight, and she, and it's just so funny because they're like they really are fighting like sisters, like yes. with the arms and stuff. Like and I'm not gonna like, punch you because I don't want to break a nail. Like I'm not yes. gonna scratch you, but I want to hurt you. And even <laughs> Chloe is laughing. She's like, y'all, 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 until Kimberly right walks up and Chloe's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, what are you doing? And I just laugh because the way Courtney hits her, like I said this online, Kim is a Libra and Courtney is an Aries. I am a I am an Aries. My husband is a Libra. The way that phone conversation went down, it is similar to how me and my husband get into arguments. Now, my husband would never try and say, you know, there's a group chat about you, but he can dig a little low. Okay. And then I will dig lower. Right. (laughs) But it's just so funny because (laughs) Courtney, during that physical altercation, she's like, oh, I have to remind this bitch that I am the oldest sister. So 
physically, him got more hits in than Courtney, but Courtney like, I in the words of Santana, (laughs) at the end of the day, Kim's face is on the wall. I mean, it's it's really interesting when when people from this sort of um, echelon of wealth get into these like petty squabbles. Mm-hmm. And I live for the Kardashians in this way too, because they are never like, you know, fi- like violence is so bad. Like, no, they're just like, no, I slapped that bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard them say that. It's just, it's crazy. And I don't really know. I, I guess I kind of understand now just because the internet's going wild with it. What the breakdown between Courtney and Travis's wedding. Yeah. And now like, I and- understand why Courtney would feel some type of way like I can mm-hmm. I get it but as a mature adult like you and I are both mature adults mm-hmm. my sister is Kim motherfucking Kardashian right that's there's that's how no I feel way. about it yeah there's just no way that I'm gonna be like and people are always like well you you know my sister performs my sister my sister's opening for Janelle Monet tonight oh wow nice when, when I do shit she is in the front row Mm-hmm. screaming acting a fool so i feel like when it comes to my sister getting on my sister doing something iconic legendary i'm gonna put mm-hmm. my personal feelings to the side because really courtney wanted to be mad at dolce yeah she did but can can i be honest i just think i agree with you i think courtney wanted to be mad at dolce one but two i just truly think that in kim's mind the way they the reason they have all this is because of Kim. And yeah. I think in Kim's mind, it's like if I get put on, you all get put on. And that's how it's always been. Right. So there's this Courtney is has this Dolce and Gabbana sponsored wedding. And then I'm gonna do the Dolce and Gabbana, um, you know, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, I guess like capsule collection. And then, yeah, and then it's just gonna keep building. I think that's how Kim sees it. Whether I don't, I don't have an answer on whether or not I think that's right or wrong. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think they're so intertwined now, and it, it just doesn't matter for court. I do think it's a little bit ridiculous for Courtney to try and say you used my wedding as a business opportunity. I think Oof. she should say this was my business opportunity. Yeah. I didn't want you to be a part of it. Oh, and I never even thought about it that way, but that, that actually, well, that would have been the more responsible way to approach it because at the end of the day, when we think about Kim Kardashian, she doesn't need, she don't, I don't need to call Dolce and ask them for a job. They called me. Yeah. Let's please just be as in the words of Zell herself. Let's be for fucking real like well yeah and you know what since i've watching season one of the kardashians on hulu you know what i just saw was when kendall who i cannot fucking stand (laughs) oh god oh god can't stand her okay she is a fuck boy in a in a a, a Uh, body yeah she uh, she was talking to scott disick i said who who are you talking to who you talking to stop it okay but we can she is the men she dates if you notice the guy she dates i'm like oh no you guys have the same personality I haven't even gotten that far. I just find her deeply fucking annoying. But she, Kendall, um, was supposed to be on the cover of Vogue. Mm-hmm. And then Vogue called or Vogue called Kendall's uh agent who called oh, yeah. Kendall's manager, who is and Chris. It's gonna be Kim instead. And said it's gonna be Kim instead of uh Kendall. And Kendall was totally fine. She was like, I'm fine with that, like blah blah. It kind of excuse me, when I saw that. 
it kind of reminded me of this whole Dolce and Gabbana thing with Kim and mm-hmm. Chloe, except for Kendall or Ken, Courtney was not as cool as Kendall was about it. Well, I think it it definitely speaks because, you know, I was in the DMs being petty. I was like telling Zell, I was like, damn, Courtney is jealous. And she's like, I don't know if she's jealous. I think she might be a little bit resentful. And I was like, oh, ding, 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 ding. Because yeah, I think it's the fact that Kendall has other shit and other covers and work. Mm-hmm. She's tired. You want to take a cover off my hands? Cool. I'll get another one. And I feel like when it comes to Courtney in her poosh or in her whatever boohoo sponsor, the shit she's doing it's never mm-hmm. really anything legit that people or that maybe even she cares about so i think she might be resentful of the other girls for actually getting like these really awesome legit deals well you know i feel like it, i i don't even know if it's jealousy because if you think about it back in keeping up in the beginning all of those stores what was it uh cash was it called cash dash 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 those were Courtney's ventures. Right. Courtney is the only one with a degree. Oh no, Rob has a degree too. I think Kim did she drop out? Kim went to well, college. okay. Kim got a degree now, but Courtney went to university after high school, got her business degree, and then like started working. Yeah. Like so, Dash and all of that. Um, you know, those were Courtney's ventures. And yes, there was you know, publicity bought to them because of Kim, because of the show, things like that. But I do think that at the end of the day, Courtney ultimately out of all of them would have been fine by herself. I really do believe that. I just think that there's a struggle to kind of find where she is as far as the show, the brands that they've built, blah, blah, blah. I don't, and I don't mean this in a shady way whatsoever. <laughs> yes, I do. The yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I just, when it comes to Poosh, I would like to know who's checking Poosh. Mm. I can, and I kind of feel the same way about Goop, okay? But Gwyneth Paltrow is Gwyneth Paltrow. I can definitely see the the exactly. A-listers of Hollywood, the tech, the IT wives, the um, production wives, everything like, oh, Gwyneth said this on Goop and blah, blah, blah. And Gwyneth with got Courtney, vibrators in the upscale hotels in the room. Yeah. <laughs> with Courtney and Poosh and what is it now? Lemmy? Yeah, it's like- The vitamins? I can't it. Is it Lemmy? Like, let me get something or is it Lemmy? Like- I just, I was just, I just ran to Ulta really quick. And I was like, oh, that's Courtney's thing. I don't, maybe it's because I don't follow them. I don't know. I didn't know that until all of this came up. Courtney, I don't understand who does Courtney's because I don't follow them, but I still see shit for skims. I don't follow them, but I still get targeted ads for Good American. Right. I don't get anything for Poosh, for Lemmy, for whatever the fuck else Courtney has going on because it's not real and that's why the girls get on her ass in the family because they're like you don't want to come to filming and do the reality tv show thing but that's your only job that you have to do it just seems so half-assed and I think it's okay because guess what if you want to do Rob and you want to just like fall away from the the spotlight and do that then do that but Courtney wants to have it both ways that's why she annoys me she does I'm like you want to be famous as fuck and you want to go to vogue and you want to do all that stuff but you don't want to actually have anything to offer you just want to be there and we don't have royalty anymore girl you're not a yeah. you're not a part of the nobility it's just over for you <laughs> even yeah even the courtney kardashian boohoo thing that you just mentioned i completely fucking forgot about that yeah i mean 
And, and is that a cool job? Yes, but you know who that's a cool job for? Someone like Elaine Welterworth 10 years ago. Like the girls who are in the fashion space, actually in the fashion space, who want to become mm-hmm. editor in chiefs and like who want to host shows like Project Runway, you know? And yeah, and Elaine Welterworth, a Blake Newby, uh, uh, right. somebody of that nature, yeah, who so I actually she, don't think would do fast fashion. It, well, and maybe that's why she's the person who gets the job. <laughs> so listen. I am just, I'm obsessed with the whole, like, Kardashian empire, the whole drama behind it. And you had actually posted something, I want to say, like, last week or the week before, about um, Courtney's party. Oh, oh, now this I am interested (laughs) in. Courtney done pissed off the mayor of Malibu. Okay, let me, because this I love. When the talk of shame put that on her... TikTok. I was like, it's crazy. I have the LA Times article right here. Oh, baby, read it. So, according to the LA Times, Kourtney Kardashian's lifestyle brand Poosh threw a promotional poolside party at a Malibu mansion over the weekend, drawing dozens of influencers to the coastal city. Now, the city's mayor, Bruce Silverstein, is accusing the events planner of misleading the city in order to get a permit to throw the party and go on to violate the city's rules during the event, a.k.a. they lied, is what he's they saying. They lied. The <laughs> lies! Or like the what lies. they said from um, uh, Love and Hip Hop. It was all a lie! It was all it a was lie! It was all a lie! So he says that the party is just the latest example of how these large events put on by the rich get what he is saying um, is favorable treatment from city staff members. Because, like, all the people who live in Malibu full-time don't get to do that shit like that. <laughs> no, but, but and honestly, truly, you have to think about, like, that's when, it, the thing that I find it fascinating is and you, you really learn how many hands mm-hmm. these Kardashians have in, mm-hmm. how, like, how many pockets, okay? They know somebody who knows somebody at the city register who right? can move that uh whatever they need petition for whatever up in the case like the it is just everything is one call away even when in season one of the hulu doc when kim was trying to get that guy off of death row using Mm -hmm. her powers for good right obviously but i like when they were had the whiteboard and they were making all the lists it was like celebrities athletes uh production da 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 all these influential people influential people that they knew everywhere and then I think it said politicians too and I was like no I was like I can't believe they're letting us see this yeah first of all but like when I saw that shit for the push party I said I'm a, I'm obsessed with every part of it because the mayor has had enough He's and the fact it. that he got in his <laughs> own car yes, and said and did a drive-by himself, not even his assistant. If I was his assistant, I'd be like, you want me to come? Oh, oh let, me, let me grab my bag. I'd be like, let me grab my bag. Hold on one second. I've got a camera <laughs> lens that has a zoom on it, and I'm going to just put it, put it out the window. <laughs> and the, the fact that he was recording, like he drove by and recorded on his phone. To be fair, they had a permit to have a 100-person event, and there were over 700 people. That's insane. Party buses limousines and this is also a residential area you guys this isn't like they rented out just like and let me tell y'all i live on a private road thank god we live at the end of it but when we have major parties we warn our neighbors Mm -hmm. yeah one of my friends 
just built a house back home and they're getting married and they're going to do the reception because it's mm. a small wedding at their house. And I told her, I said, what's the parking like? What's this? Like, these are things that you think of, you know, yes. when you're mere plebeians like us, <laughs> right? You're not like famous, but like, I immediately was like, what's the parking like? Have you talked to your neighbors? Because you have to be able to give these people the fair warning, because imagine you're coming home from like a soccer game with your kid on Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon, and it takes you four hours to get to your doorstep. I would be. I would furious. be hot to my lay. Yeah, I would be fucking furious. So yeah, I can imagine that um, the people are pissed also who live there because Malibu is really not that big of a place, y'all. Like, no, it's, it's pretty tiny. It's pretty close knit. Like everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. So when a bunch of like random cars and limousines show up, and paparazzi, I'm sure, I'm sure there was helicopters. It's a it's a mm-hmm. Kardashian party. Yeah. So this family, drones, just, drones, like they just the the way that Courtney says she like wants to have a calm peaceful life but then she does shit like this exactly well and apparently she wasn't even there that is my other thing the oh. parent apparently she was not even there that is my other thing that I just simply do not understand because like you said she claims to want this calm peaceful life but you you don't in you a don't. way you want the calm peaceful life in the sense of the Kardashians but you don't want a calm, peaceful life. And like you said, to your point of Malibu is a close, quiet, like community. I don't think people understand that. Like they think LA, but first of all, we, let's be clear. People think LA, Malibu, uh, Beverly Hills, Calabasas, WeHo, they think that's all. Walking distance. One, and it's, <laughs> it's not. It, it's it's close to one another. Like, don't don't get me wrong, but. And I think they also think like, oh, ton of celebrities live in Malibu. No. No. Celebrities may have homes that they rent in Malibu. But that they are never at, okay, once every blue moon. Right. Like Thanksgiving, they'll go or they'll go for a 4th of July party or, you know, something nice. But Malibu is, baby, that is production, high up production, okay? Yeah. Owners of production companies. Those are the tech the surgeons who are fixing y'all yes i was gonna there. say i don't even say tech the surgeons <laughs> the that want to get away from all that they may work in beverly hills in la and stuff but they don't live there they live out in malibu those are the people who are very well off and they want quiet life yeah so it's like it's just hilarious i'm like y'all kill me because they do try to give off this like we're kind of just like the family next door when they never have been like y'all grew up hanging out with like tito jackson and yeah. like it, it's not the same like oj jacks oj simpson's wife was your mom's bestie best friend mm-hmm. that's that's not just like even middle class that's not even upper middle class that's one percent one mm-hmm. it is <laughs> so, it totally is but i mean it's just so funny to see people bring out all of this footage and one thing that I do think about the Kardashians is I don't think that they do anything without thoroughly thinking it through Mm -hmm. so one thing I always think about when they release stuff and they show us certain things what are they what's next what are they trying to show us sell us things like that I because it's something it's something it's always something which is um you know a lot of people don't like that I for one (laughs) am obsessed with the fact that 
Chris Jenner went from being a housewife to like one of the most respected managers. Like no, 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 no. In went the game. from being a fucking stewardess. Why <laughs> she was a st- an airline stewardess? She was a stewardess. What so funny? One of her, somebody who used to work with her, literally said. Chris always had her eye on the prize. She always was trying to get up to first class. She always she knew where that's she wanted right. to be. She knew where she wanted to be. She is a stewardess turned housewife turned mega manager. I literally only like, I think my mom would be an amazing manager. I, I really do. I don't think she would want to, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> but I think she would be an amazing manager. I still don't even know if she could do what I mean, just the fact that she was married to Bruce and was like, you know what? You about to make us broke. You don't know what to do, but I do. You're going to start doing public speeches. And I can guarantee you she was doing all of that for him at first. And then he sort of and, learned how to do it. Yeah. And then what about that fucking church that they own? Oh, Lord Jesus. That's like in the middle of a strip mall. It's a lot. They listen. A lot of investments. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. Which I'm starting to learn about, you know, you gotta, you gotta invest if you can. You got a dollar, got two. Yeah. Invest it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I've always thought that that was a flex. And the fact that when her daughter had a sex tape come out, which by the way, let's just take a moment to remember. Cause yeah, a lot of people talk shit about that sex tape. That was one of the best. Okay. Paris was bad. Paris was, I mean, listen, Kim was not performing, but when we talk about like Pam and Tommy, versus Kim and Ray J. I'm always going to pick Kim and Ray J. Okay. Really? Okay. Pam and Tommy was... It was I love you, baby. Too- I love you. <laughs> I love you, baby. I love you so much. I also think the thing that makes it like so bad about Pam and Tommy is especially now that we know all of the abuse right. that was going on with those two. Yeah, it's just... With him towards her. I think maybe it's just me and Ray J. Maybe it's just a thing between me and Ray J that I just need to work out and talk to my therapist about. Where I'm like, Ray J, the Trumper? Well, here's the thing. When I think about Circa when that tape came out. Okay, okay. That all I was thinking it. about was forearm with a curve to the left. <laughs> I'm gonna spit out my kombucha. That was all I could think about. I was like, damn, this, I'm interested now. Who is this girl? Because I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who Kim was until that sex tape came out either. No, no. So, you know. She was organizing closets. Which I wish she would organize from Brandy. now. Oh my God. Child, and I'm so glad you brought that up because this is another reason why the Kardashians killed me. Let's talk about the time when Kourtney Kardashian stole, or was it Kourtney and Chloe? I thought it was Kim who stole from Brandy. Oh no, no I, I think it was it was Courtney or Chloe because she was um her mother's assistant because Kim's Chris Jenner stole the manager idea from Brandy Norwood's mother. Yeah, she did. She did. Hold on. Who stole which Kardashian stole from Brandy? It's the second thing that comes up. Oh, How Brandy was Kim and Chloe. Kim. Yeah. Oh my god. How much money did Kim K steal from Brandy? Yeah. That is so crazy. Oh, and they got this old picture of Kim up. That is so rude. <laughs> you know what? This old picture of Kim. I will say Kim's face now is my second favorite Kim face. It's pretty my good. My favorite my favorite Kim face 
era is right when her and Kanye got together. Yeah. Hate Kanye, obviously. No, but he's disgusting. Right when her and Kanye got together before they got married, that face, oh, but that one, that was the chimera. The kid before yeah. he really started dressing her. But the face card back then, that was good. And then the face now, even watching the That's one on who I said she's getting back to that Kim face, and that looks yeah, good. like more natural. Also, it was one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Oh wow! And the mother was not going to press charges, but Brandy said, "Ah." ah you're, you're getting the money back or you're filing criminal charges and so i'm assuming that chris paid the bill um or robert yeah. kardashian's estate paid the bill Who yeah knows? you know he didn't leave them any money i did not know that mm -hmm. he left them like it was like little to nothing if anything i found that very well it was a bunch of them or maybe he didn't when... have nothing apparently rob like Robert Kardashian, he was like not Legit. about to. Yeah, he wasn't about to like fund all of this. Oh, okay. No, I see that. No, I can understand that too. Because listen, I've given y'all enough. You've had a great upbringing. The money is mine. <laughs> Kardashian is rumored to have left his children a whopping hundred million dollars in estate trust, but like liquid cash, I don't think he. But you know what? I like that. That's old school. That reminds me of my fiance because he's like, no, like I, I was like, no, we have to get our kid like a new car when she gets a car because we live in the woods. Like she can't be driving around in the damn Tinka, Hinka, mm -hmm. Tinka. And he's like, oh, spoil, spoil. But like, it's about things that you need. You'll always have a roof over your head, right? You'll always have some place to live. Like I feel like, right? And a hundred million dollars in a home because you could sell that shit. That's up to mm -hmm. you. Uh, yeah, I famously I'm not about to give you just like a million, like six, ten million dollars, so you can go like snort it. <laughs> right, right, and I, I think that's a good idea as well. I famously, one of the only things I agree with Todd Tucker on is how he, when him and Candy were mm -hmm. uh, doing their trust and their will and stuff, and how he wanted to break it down because it is easy to blow through that stuff, especially when there's an excess of it. Oh, absolutely, and I know people. I know a brother and sister who both received a large sum at the age of 18. One of them still working on it with the coin. And one of them is like, well, I think I'm about to move out of, San you know, I'm about to move out of wherever I'm living because. I will never, ever leave my, I, I think it is so irresponsible to leave an 18 year old. Thank you. A large sum of money. I will leave you a hundred thousand dollars. You can, that you can play around with at 18. See what you do with it. Then at 25, I, I might even give much. you another hundred, but like. Well, if I'm giving, if I have like a millions, which I will have, just I'm speaking that into the existence of it. I mean, so will I, but you're not. If I have a hundred million dollars, you're going to be 35 before you get, like Tori Spelling. Her mama really played in her face. Like. Did she though? Did she though? I I feel like she's, uh, I don't know. And, and maybe I'm just a softy in that way because I just did, I didn't grow up with anything. So I'm mm -hmm. like. I don't want you to be doing stupid shit that I was doing because I just didn't have any money. But like, if you're going to be like Lori Harvey, right? Mm -hmm. Millions upon millions. Let's see what you can do with some thousands. I think Lori Harvey's different because she Steve came into her life at a different time. Now, one thing, one thing about Lori Harvey, Mama, she Honey. was going to set herself up for life, and I appreciate that. <laughs> What's her name? What's Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that about Marjorie. I need her to write a little book or something. But 
with Tori, Tori is a brat. Yeah. A brat. And all that little running around she just did at the <laughs> RV park, got the kids in the RV park. Even her ex-husband was like, I don't co-sign this shit. That was some bullshit. She didn't have to be up in there. Candy. That's true. Candy Spelling tried to get Tori a home. It's not what Tori wanted. Tori has terrible, has and has always had terrible spending habits. She bought a farm. And then abandoned it. <laughs> Baby Nar. I'm, that wasn't I the best example. My, that, that's what's the best example. I don't think. I got to stand with Candy Spelling on that. The fact that Tori was, I said, oh, I know her mama is sick. Because yeah. my mom would be like, you're at, you're at this point, you're embarrassing yourself. Because I'm, and my mom would literally be like, you just like you want to make this public spectacle. I am going to give my statement and tell them exactly what I offered to give you and that you turned down. And that's why you are a grown ass 50 something year old woman throwing a fucking hissy fit with all them 50 11 children in a fucking <laughs> RV. You look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. My mom would be, you ought to be embarrassed. Ought to be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed of your ass no more. Oh my God. I can't wait for you to have kids and for them. I can't wait for like the 16 year old era when you are like, let me tell you something about this curfew. <laughs> it's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. Don't you, do not think you're going to come up into this house where I pay the bills. Disrespect the time that I allowed you right. to come back up in this house. You want to be disrespectful? First of all, the, so the rules funny. are there for a reason. Yeah. I'm not going to be unreasonable and say be home at 10 o'clock. Of course. But your parents just want to keep you safe. And that's one thing that I do understand. Yeah. Okay. And the older I get, like, I remember things would happen. Like in our town, this girl snuck out of her house and got hit by a semi truck. Oh, see. And her parents, the next inch, of course, she passed away. Her, her parents think she's sleeping in her room. Next thing they know, she's getting, they're getting a knock on their door from the police. Yeah, that's awful. I wasn't and she was running across shit. the highway. Like, did, for what? To to have a night out with your friends? Like, you don't think of those things when you're a teenager, but look at what just happened. Like, yeah. no. It's so sad. I mean, I was such a loser. Like, I was at home most of the time, so I didn't go out. But I would, I mean, we lost so many classmates when I was in high school. Just, it was a big school. But yeah, because of just, you know, being teenagers out on the loose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, drinking and driving and drinking and not driving and just whatever it is. But um, I definitely think, you know, our society does not help kids, mm -hmm. especially kids who have money to live any sort of a semblance of like a, a normal lifestyle that allows you to make reasonable mistakes. No. It's like you're drunk in a Porsche that goes 125 miles per hour in four seconds because... Your mama gave you a Porsche at 16. Why? Why can't yeah, you just no. get a nice Toyota? <laughs> uh, yeah, hello? Like, a very safe car. Thank you. A very safe Subaru. Mm-hmm. A Honda. A Honda, Honda, baby. Because you, And you'll never have to replace it. You will we get that Honda baby a forever. Honda. Exactly. That baby will be, get a Honda at 16. It'll be driving it at 36. <laughs> Literally. My friend, I have a friend that had a Honda, Honda Civic Coupe. Okay, Coop. When we were like junior, senior high school, she still has it. I am not. Her surprised. husband drives it. Of course, I'm because just also, it still like, runs. They and they need. You, you can take it to any Honda dealership. I don't even have a Honda, y'all. And I would. My man is like obsessed with Jaguar. 
And um, I think, you know, he's kind of like, you know, maybe you should get a different car. And I'm like, no, I will drive my car and I will pay it off and we can put it in the garage and I can lease something. Mm-hmm. But we don't get rid of cars. Yeah, no. You got to pay it off, baby. Then we can sell it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. So. But yeah. And then just, and you know, th- not only allows them to make mistakes, but like, I even think about Kylie. Mm-hmm. I said back in the day, and I'm going to be so very honest here. I remember when it came out that Kylie was pregnant, I was so fucking annoyed with people glorifying that because she was yeah. what, 20? She was 19, so young 20? still. It's like, y'all. She was like 19 or 20, right? There are so many young women who get pregnant at 19 and 20. And not only that, she's 19, 20, she's glorifying it. She's hanging all these baby clothes up in the um, closet and everything. And I'm like, there are so many young girls who find out that they are pregnant and they are terrified. Right. They are actually terrified because they don't have the option to be like, just be like, oh, okay. Like I'll hang the baby clothes up in the, um, in the closet and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think you need to be married to have a kid whatsoever. That's not what I'm no, saying. No, 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 not at all. But there's, it was the glorification of it as young as she was but when it you turn it into a non-famous person a non-famous person a 19 20 year old getting pregnant by her boyfriend she faces all of this criticism and depending on which state she lives in she has no 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 options it's you're having the baby it's that's what it is and i think that's a really good point to make because of course kylie at age 20 already had like 800 million dollars in her bank account Mm -hmm. And could hire a night nurse and, you and know, that too. you know, so that all was, of these resources to help her. Yeah. That was my other thing. It was like the glorification of it at that age. She is again, like you said earlier in the 1%, most 19, 20 year olds don't, if they get pregnant then, and they keep their, they decide to keep their child that that's not an option for them to like still continue to have the life that they probably would have had kylie ain't missing no beyonce concerts let's just be very right. clear or dropping out of school right she ain't worried about how she's gonna get the formula to get enough make enough money to get the formula to get feed her baby it was the glorification of it and there are some people that followed them who are like i saw so many young girls being like i want to have a baby i want to have a baby no. first of all you're with your fucking loser ass boyfriend i don't even like travis scott but travis scott is worth some money and they still not together right okay he's still a fucking loser for all intents and purposes right yeah right? but your baby daddy ain't travis scott babes Right. And you are not Kylie. You don't have $800 million of your own cash that you don't got to ask your mama for. You don't got to go run down the street and ask grandma to babysit so you can go work down at the McDonald's. They have multiple nurses everywhere they go. If the, if the nurses, the um, nannies don't stay with the kids back home, they will get on the flight, their private jet and bring those people with them. So that's why it looks like they're traveling and having family vacations you know how much help they have on the back burner but we're putting it out there that just like oh kylie is just and i'm not saying she's a bad mom i don't i don't know oh she's probably excellent but, mother of course yeah yeah but she has you have to think about all the help she has and i just wish that those things were communicated more when we make these decisions she sits there and says oh i want to think about what message i am leaving and putting out to the world 
as far as looks wise. And that's a whole nother conversation. Mm. But even with that shit, with the, um, you need to think about what you're putting out in the world because we live in a time where people are so influenced by anything. I find it quite dense in the brain to be influenced to having a child because somebody uh, else is a famous it. person because a famous person is like our wallets don't match. No, they don't. And also I think it's important to make the distinction of like, because a lot of the defense behind it was, well, my mom was young. Chris was a young mom. Chris was a young mom. Chris also yep. made sure that she was married to a very successful lawyer mm-hmm. before Mm-hmm. she had a baby yeah and i'm not talking about traditional values and all this bullshit i'm not being like oh you should be married but i'm saying chris had a safety net mm-hmm. if if the shit goes wrong this motherfucking baby's daddy is rich as fuck he is yeah. a, by law in the state of california he is going to have to take care of them period because i don't yeah. know what state that most of the listeners live in but in california mm-hmm. you're gonna take you're gonna pay <laughs> yeah you are and it's a 50-50 state for divorce as well. So like Chris had, like they said, Chris had her eye on the prize. So, you know, it's like apples and oranges. And I think, you know, the family can be aspirational to a lot of people because it's so glamorous and they're everywhere and they spend a lot of time together. But y'all, they're not like a normal family, nor no. have they ever been. No, down to all that forgiving the men, because that's what, like, Oof. I didn't realize season one was before Tristan and Chloe had the son, mm-hmm. their son Tatum, which I'm so fucking annoyed because I loved that name and that was <laughs> in my name. Reclaim it. Reclaim way it. Way before. No, because you know what's so fucking annoying about them is even if you say like, oh, I always had that name in yeah. my name book, they're going to be like, well, Chloe has a son named Tatum and she's had, okay, whatever, because she she invented every fucking name ever, right? Yeah. You're, yeah, okay. Even down to naming the kids with T words, it's like, damn, it's like so ingrained in them. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they lost their dad. They don't want to rob their kids of any time with their dad. But I'm like, I don't need to be around a scumbag motherfucker in order for my kids to be around their dad. Well... Honestly, truly, Chloe, Coco, no disrespect, baby. Your baby father is the only one with other children outside of you running around. Mm. So I so I'm just gonna say either way, either way, and we it is I don't know, I don't want to say well known, but it's documented that Courtney don't exactly be reaching out to, and I wouldn't either. I always say all the time, if I was Mariah Carey. I would tell my kids, those are not your, don't be calling mm-hmm. out your brother or sister. Yeah, hell no, especially when you got <laughs> That's 15. Not, them, them kids ain't coming over to mommy's house. You can see them when your daddy, if if your daddy want to take you over there, but them, them not coming over to mommy's house because mommy is Mariah Carey. They are not Mariah Carey. Okay? At all. We need to understand that. But Chloe is, it doesn't seem like, unless there's things we don't see, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it don't really seem like she is. Yeah, and even when Courtney was with Scott, she—I mean, he—he he don't really did touche. Um, but he did everything he could do to disrespect her, and and mm-hmm. I mean, it's just interesting. Um, that does endear me to them because they will let the world see them get their fucking face played out. Like they're going to show it. Like, but hold on now. 
They are. Will they? Because I stand with Courtney here when they say, if because if Courtney wanted to quit the show, she quit the show. She has shown so much. We saw all of that shit between her and Scott. Ugh. I'll never forget he, him drunk punching the um in Miami. <laughs> yeah. She had to flee in the middle of the night, okay, to get away from him because he was so fucked up. Um them getting back together, divorcing or not divorcing, but breaking up, all of that stuff. Even when she told him that she was pregnant again, which I don't necessarily agree with that, but um with that last one with the the real Rain. bad one. The real yeah, bad one he is that so Chloe bad. had to say Chloe got bad or Courtney got bad kids. Yeah. Courtney got bad kids. I'm just want to put that out there, okay? But we did see all of that, all of that, okay? But when it came to Chris and uh, Kim, that 72 day marriage, and then her and Kanye, we got a glossed over part of that. Even if you think about it, the breakdown of Chloe and Lamar. Remember, we didn't see Lamar for like a, how fucking long? But I Before. feel like she was there. They were very open and honest about what happened. Like they did their confessionals and like talked about the old, um, like the infidelity or like whatever had happened. And then he came back. Um, but I mean, I think maybe at the but very end, we still didn't end, see it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We didn't see it the way we saw Courtney and um, Scott. Scott, yeah, that's very. When true. I say like they they got to put give us the version that they wanted to give us with. Kim and Kanye, Chloe and Lamar, hell, even Chloe and Tristan, they they got to show us what they wanted to show us when it came to that. But you don't even think about like when during the Kardashians on Hulu, Kim gets the phone call in the gym and Chloe doesn't know about the news about Tristan and the baby. I haven't seen any of that. Oh, well, sweetie, boo boo, kitty. Tell me about it. No, tell me about it. Well, I don't want to ruin the vibe for you when you watch it. I don't um, care. I know what happens. Some of the fuck it's a cheater. Kim is at the gym in her house, and the girls are all supposed to be coming over to her gym to work out, including Chloe. And all of the stuff in the press comes out about how this girl, this new girl, is pregnant by Tristan. Also, at the same time, she has not told anybody about Tatum. So Kim is like getting people are texting her, texting her, texting her, texting her, texting her. And she's like, holy shit. And she calls Chloe on the phone and she's like you know production's here but like you know and she cries and you know he's a piece of shit da, 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 da. and all the sisters get on the phone and they kind of because i think at that point chloe and tristan were going to make an announcement that they had gotten back together and that they had worked their shit out and that they had a new baby on the way what that, season is this i want to say it one? It's one or two but here, because I'm, I'm just confused because in see, I, where I've seen in season one, she just moved into that new house, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, "Me and Tristan are working things out. He is going to move back in with me and True oh, so into you haven't the seen home." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I they were a little bit back together, but maybe we by the time we saw it on, I th- I guess by the time we saw it on TV, all of that news had already come out. I guess it had absolutely come out. Um, okay. So, you know, it, it's just, I think it's a lot different than the when it was on E. Like, Keeping mm-hmm. Up on E was like a soap opera. Like, they were acting. Like, they had plot lines and, you know. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I definitely think that Courtney and one of my friends, one of my friends from high school, um, 
Hey, Brittany. Um, was telling me, you know, she was like, Courtney has really gone through the mess the most on mm -hmm. television. Like she has really been the one who's been most vulnerable. So I just say to her, then step away. Yeah, step away. But I am also very like. I don't want to see you see... pull another baby out of your coochie cat again how, on television. How long do you see her and Travis lasting? Let me ask you that. Oh, I feel like like Travis and Courtney have the potential to be married. Like, you know, I think they could be married because- For life? I think based off of Travis's show that he had with Shayna, and I used to watch that. And how yeah, he, I like, do too. Embraced her kid and all this stuff. Travis is a, he's in love with love. He's a just, he's a lover. He wants to be in love. He wants to be romantic. He wants to make out. He wants to be whatever. And I think Courtney is, you know, she's giving, you know, divorcee who's never had a good man ever. And they've been so close as friends. I just feel like I could see it at least lasting like 10 years before she is either too fickle um, to stick it out when they start to actually have like real life. Like, oh, it's not just so exciting. Because I feel like their life is so exciting. He's been on tour for like, their whole relationship. <laughs> um, she's pregnant. There's all this new stuff. His kids really like her. You know, I think they probably also just like that she's a Kardashian. Um, Let me tell you this. Because Courtney is an Aries like me. When I didn't realize this until like therapy, therapy, therapy. We thrive when we have stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Especially new stuff. We We thrive when things are new. Once the dust settles for them, I can see the issues starting to arise. Because um, it was bing, bang, boom. It was this whirlwind romance. She's never had this before. Mm -hmm. She, um, you know, does want another baby with Travis. The, you have the wet, you have the engagement, you have the wedding, you have the uh, you know, trying to make a new baby, all of this new, 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 new stuff. I can see where her kids were upset, which I don't think that's not her necessarily. No, you know, fault. So that was on just the, a situation. Well, I think that was more so on Chris. Like she, she didn't think that went through. No, um, not at all. Not having them kids there, but I just think that I'm, I'm, I don't trust Travis Barker. Oh, I do. I do. I've seen him. So my good friend Matt Skiba replaced Tom DeLonge in Blink-182 when mm -hmm. Tom, before Tom just came back. So I got to, I've, se I've seen them play many cities. And out of all the boys, Travis is the one who like, I mean, I didn't even know he was back drinking alcohol because when I saw them, like he made sure all of his shit was to the side. He brought his kids with him on the road. He didn't party. He never went out to any of like the, like he didn't get into the mess, like the Playboy mess shit. Like, mm -hmm. I've never been able to witness that. And I mean, I don't know, maybe just Mark Hoppus and Matt had a close relationship. I don't know. But Travis I, has never been the issue in the Blink-182, though. Ever. Tom and what's the guy's name? Mark? Mark, yeah. Couldn't really Tom. Yeah. yeah. Tom wasn't <laughs> happy with the, like, some management stuff or some contractual issues or yeah something. because my husband loves them like he loves oh my god i wish i knew that <laughs> blink 182 loves them and to be fair i didn't really know anything about them until 
I my friend was like, oh, I'm going to be, because he was in a band called Alkaline Trio. He still is in a band mm. called Alkaline Trio. Um, my husband loves them too. Oh my God. Yeah, I met Matt doing a fucking musical. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and we just kind of like, I don't know, it was the most unlikely bromance, I guess you could ever think would ever happen, but um, we just like hit it off really well. We've I've seen him play in his bands and stuff, so... I feel like Travis actually is a family man. He actually is like responsible. The family man. I don't mean trust him like that. I don't mean don't trust him like that. You know what I mean when I say I don't trust Travis? I th- I can find him to be a little bit nice nasty. <laughs> oh, yeah. With like the whole Scott situation and everything. I do think that there was some like pissing all of, pissing the Marcus territory with Scott. Now, I don't really put that on Travis. I do put that Scott shit on the Kardashians and not even Courtney, to be honest with you. I put it on the rest of them because when I watched them have that conversation with him, the argument between him and Kendall and Chris was there about her birthday or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like screaming at the TV because first of all, Kendall, you, I don't know, you're young and dumb. I just want to say like you're young and dumb and she was lying. She yeah. was lying, but it's also totally fine to say, Scott, we are all going through a transition with you, not only you and Courtney breaking up, but the newness of Courtney not being single anymore, not even like that relationship she was in with like Eunice. Mm-hmm. What was that? Yeah, Eunice. Yeah. Where it was very much like separate but together. Her moving into a marriage. So we're all going through a transition. We do love you, but moving forward, things are going to be different. They yeah. keep telling him, no, I love you like a son. You're like my son. You're like my son. But you can't come here because Courtney's here. You can't come here. He's not like your son. Yeah. He's not like your son because you wouldn't tell Rob, you. I love you, but you can't come here because so-and-so's here. Right. Courtney is your daughter. And Chloe's like, oh, you you need to set boundaries with him. You need. It doesn't matter the boundaries that she sets with him because they are going to go behind her back. Right. And Courtney's going to be, or Chloe's going to be like, oh, I went and had lunch with Scott because we're so close and da da da. And Scotty, Scotty. And they're all still going to, and, but if they were to cut him off, that is going to send that man into shock because right. he does not have any other family. And it isn't fair. It isn't like, it's not. It's sad. It's a really sad situation. Yeah. And, you know, I come from, I come from a broken home. And yeah. um, my parents, my mom is, but my mom is also just a Southern lady and it's just ingrained in her to nurture and to care for and to whatever. But, um, you know, there's always, the door is always open to him. And so I, you know, I think it's, they just, I understand having people in my network like the mm-hmm. Kardashians, but I would be in, I'd be insane if I was related, if I had to exist within that family, because there really is no loyalty to anything but the bag. Yeah. Like, and they all are like, yeah, we have each other's back. We have each other's back. And I'm like, you don't though. Like, <laughs> no, because right, listen to the breakdown of that conversation between Kim and Courtney. I don't care what anybody says. And I understand Courtney's frustration. Yeah. Because Kimberly, when I heard what she said to Courtney, I said, this is why your sister gets fucking pissed off at you because yeah. I know that Courtney knows that this is being recorded. She right. has to, she has to by law. I'm pretty sure one, two, she's saying 
These things that Kimberly, my sister is saying to me is because we are being recorded. She doesn't actually fucking care about the fact that you're saying these things to hurt me. One, two, anybody who tells anybody whether it's camera around or not, if there's conflict between us and then I tell you, you know what, Brandon, we have a group chat that yeah. doesn't include you. That's about you. Even you don't kids. care. You don't, you Oof. don't care. You're not actually trying to fix a relationship with me. Yeah. You're trying to create content and you're trying to hurt me. Yeah. You're not trying. I don't care what anybody says, because if I really wanted to fix this relationship, I'm not going to tell you something that's only going to make things worse that you didn't know before. Yeah. And I'm also not going to bring your kids into it. I'm like, okay, that yeah, was low. You're flexing for the camera right now. And y'all know I'm a Kim Stan. I might even watch she, that raggedy ass um, show that she's on. She <laughs> would have literally, she'd been like, hello, hello. Right. I would have pulled up on her ass pregnant at all. What Monique say? I will drag you pregnant at all. Yeah. Because there's a line, Kimberly. There's yeah. a line. I just and don't understand that sibling rivalry like that. Like, I mean, maybe it's because I only have one sibling and same. I don't have like a big family, but like nobody, including me, is ever going to talk to my sister like that. So I don't even care what the breakdown is. I'm never going to come like I'm never going to come for you as an individual. Now, mm -hmm. to be fair, I don't look at my sister the way that Kim looks at, at Courtney, because let's be fucking real. Kim loves her sister. Does she yeah. respect her sister? Hell no. no. She does not have an ounce of respect for that woman. As a woman, she has no respect. Wait, hold up now. It just popped up on my phone. I don't know why, because I haven't watched this show in so long. Janelle from Teen Mom. Oh my God, what about her? Under investigation by CPS. Oh, child, who's surprised? Not a soul. You know they be beating the hell out of them damn kids. She lives in the back swamp ass woods of North Carolina. She lives of in like Wilmington too. Yes, honey. Mm. Now you live in Zell lives in North Carolina now, so she knows. Not for long. Oh, are you guys moving? We're going back home, yeah. To Missouri. To St. Louis, yeah. Okay, honey. I, yeah, I knew that you weren't going to last long in Bali. <laughs> it's just not what they say it is. And listen, this is no shade to my North Carolina girlies because I hate to be the person who's like tries to act like I don't know where I came from, but there's a reason why I left. Like, North Carolina is kind of boring, y'all. <laughs> kind of? It's kind of boring. It's just so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have, I don't have any problem with it, but like, one, the reason, the whole reason we came here was for my husband's job. He doesn't work there anymore. Like, it's the lease is up. Yeah, it's just so, it, it would be pointless for us to like stay here and like shit is expensive already in life and what we're paying here we could get for much less same thing or more much less back home so. yeah and i've been to um st louis i played what's that theater there it's like the fox old. yeah I played the fox was it the fox theater yeah um so I can attest that there's just a little bit more daily hustle and bustle and like things to do than there is in Raleigh. So we love you, Raleigh. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. My, and you know, my network is a little bit bigger out there as far as like doing my, you know, any trivia or anything that comedy I want. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. As far as like getting people to come out and see me. So. So are you doing anything for the Raleigh listeners? Are you doing anything in the next like six months that they can check you out in? Yeah. To, well, tomorrow, tomorrow, um, 
the 3rd of October, I will be at Haymaker um, performing for Victoria McGraw's birthday set. Mm -hmm. So it'll be me, two other openers in the Victoria for the main that starts, doors open at eight, show starts at nine. And then after that, I don't think I have anything because we leave in December. Oh, nice. Just in time for a new year, just in time for a new season. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wanted to ask some advice of you before we go, because I'm about to get married. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of our listeners out there, uh, girlies who are on their way, um, girlies, he's and they's, um, are on their way to the altar. What is like your biggest piece of advice? It's I am five months out. Hmm and um well first of all the first those five months are gonna fly by and the worst thing about it is you feel the pressure but by this time you should have every just about everything you need everything is yeah yeah but then the worst part about the five months into the month before the wedding is you're chilling you're chilling you're like okay actually this is good like this is this is fine. It'll be fine. Then that month within the month hits and you're like, everything's on fucking fire. I Who know. I prepare for this. I thought I had this handled. Oh my God. And it's just like, you're like literally going straight down on the fucking roller coaster. And then the day comes and you're like, okay, something is going to go wrong on the day. I hate people. Everybody kept telling me that. And I was like, nothing's going to go wrong because I have foolproof plan. What it what went wrong on my day? Um, the DJ played this fucking song that I had never heard. Definitely <laughs> wasn't the fucking song on the list. I like it was it wasn't country, but it was like country pop. Wait, as your first dance? No, 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 no. It was like the song for the guys for the groomsmen to walk mm. down the aisle, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But I'm upstairs in the holding thing. No one can see me. Uh, I was like, but the worst thing about it was if you guys have a window and you can see down into your ceremony, don't look at it because I was like, and so bad to where the <laughs> photographer came upstairs and she was like, Giselle, we can all see you. She like, was like, we can all see you. You're like, I'll back you away can't. from the window. Yeah. And that's what, like, um, one of my, and I still did. And I was like, it could have been a meme. I was like, <laughs> yeah. one of my uh, bridesmaids was like, we literally, I could see you like peeking i'm like i don't give a fuck oh my god (laughs) but when i like i literally wanted if i could have i would have banged on the glass because the dj was like right there and would have been like yeah so we're we're not having a a deal it still bothers me though (laughs) because i don't know what the fuck that was yeah we're not having a bridal party so thank god because i have too many friends that um, eliminates a lot. But yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be stressful and then it's going to be fun. Something small is going to go wrong. Just put it out of your mind. Um, have fun. And it's just it's just about you two at yeah. the end of the day. So don't worry about anybody else. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to do that because I actually, so I, we're having like a three day event. And mm-hmm. so I've been getting like my clothes and stuff. And yeah. I'm obviously not going to show Will the dress, which I'm not wearing a dress to the wedding. Well, I am wearing one to my welcome event <laughs> that is vintage Valentino. That Ooh. would make, that would make, honey, I, let me just tell y'all, I'm about to snap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have your outfits right. And listen, have your outfits planned and then a backup because I did a something blue for the rehearsal dinner. The outfit came in 
probably like two days before the rehearsal dinner mm. and I didn't have time to try it on but I was just like okay like I can definitely make this work da, da, da. when I tell you there I have a picture of me my mother and my grandmother I am laying on the bed <laughs> pliers were involved in getting this zipper out because it kept getting stuck I fit like it fit it just could they could not it kept getting stuck on the seam okay pliers. so that's good that's good to know because I'm buying everything now and I'm getting mm -hmm. everything like tailored and and altered because I just the anxiety of and even I had like I had a meeting with um and like my fiance will never listen to this so I can say I'm having Rami Kashu from Project Runway make mm -hmm. my wedding look mm -hmm. so I've had my meeting with him and like it's going to be done like weeks and weeks early and I'm still like teeth chattering mm -hmm. yeah because I'm like oh. Uh, but yeah it's i i bought so much stuff in but for listen for anybody reuse a lot of stuff because one thing that came in handy was that something blue the jumpsuit that i wore for my rehearsal loved that but we went out afterwards and obviously like i have to use a bathroom so like it just yeah. wasn't i think i used the bathroom once during the rehearsal dinner and like we got it back up thankfully but afterwards for going out, i was like i can't go out in this because i quite literally like won't be able to pee. we're not going to be able to do this so what i did was i had one of the dresses one of my looks from my engagement photos i had brought that just in case mm. and i said oh great i will put this on to go out in and it was a white look like you, you reuse stuff and again so yes i had it in the engagement photos but because i'm like i don't like if i've been in photographed in something yeah don't i'm still gonna keep it, it yeah and i'll still wear it but i'm not gonna like for big bands i'm not wearing it again <laughs> but just for going out after i was like okay that's perfect this works um same thing for like no my after dress for the reception everybody did think that i just took off my like everybody thought I had a skirt or whatever they were like did you get that dress made from your like wedding dress I was like no I ordered this offline because it <laughs> looked that similar so yeah just like plan your looks make sure you have everything tried on don't don't be buying shit up until last minute like my stupid ass did how much should I express shit like oh no I'm not the I week of I the way no I will have a rack I will have a rack I'll be photographed in everything that I'm gonna wear for the week and it will be on Polaroids, like the bathing suits, the everything. Like, I oh, can't. yeah, I literally, but like, that's just me. I'm like, I had so much stuff. And then I was like, no, what if I did it up? I think I need this. I think I need that. Like, that's that area shit because my best friend did the same thing. She loves to be like, well, I just ordered one last thing. And I'm yep. like, well, what oh, is it? And I'm like, girl. <laughs> um, That's me. Yeah, that is me. Thank God your doorman's going to be able to, to grab it when you inevitably have to get a flight and don't you can't get it because it's not going to come to your house. So mm -hmm. anyway, I um, I hope all of you girlies who heard that, who are on your way to the Ulta, got some inspiration, you got some vibes. Um, Zell, where can the people find you on the internet, on the TikToks, on the Instagrams? Um, you can find me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast, or if you want to follow my personal page at who asked Zell. Um, you can find me on TikTok at who asked Zell. Zell is S E L L E. You can find me over on YouTube. We do weekly roundups on all pop culture stuff, and then we also do fun stuff like blogs, makeup, beauty, home stuff, all things like that. Um, that is Zell Brooks again. Zell is S E L L E Brooks B R O O K S. 
We are so thrilled and excited that you came and joined us. We love you. You guys know where to find me. What is this honey podcast? And um, we'll see you next time, y'all.